what is up? So today we are getting down to the nitty gritty about the four factors people forget in their first year of business that is costing them some serious money. So without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there. Sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. So today's episode is actually sponsored by the Build Your Business Academy. So for those who might not know, this this is a 90-day transformation program. It is meant for ladies who are struggling when it comes to finding landing clients, making the 10K months, learning about how to actually sell and close. Because I tell you, as you'll hear in this episode, if you miss out on these four factors and then some couple other ones that are bonus you won't be able to sustain a business or at least a long-term one. So if you're struggling with finding landing clients, if you're struggling with booking out your services, if you're struggling with actually getting some money so that you stop feeling anxious about the bills and feel comfortable in where you're at, then you need to go to the link below or I'll actually just say it out loud, danielleclem.com slash buildyourbusiness where you can learn more and get your spot because I promise you once you come out of this program, It is not just life-changing, but it's business-changing, and that's what we're here to do. So make sure you go check that out from the link below in the show notes or just from my verbal mouth, what I just said. So I will see you guys all in there, and let's get started with the episode. Okay, guys. So today, four factors that people forget in their first year of business. So this doesn't always mean that it has to be your first year, could be your second year, maybe it honestly depends, but I find that a lot of people in their first year or two for business had these same problems because I did as well when I first started and a lot of my clients do who come to me. And honestly, I've gotten kind of tired (laughs) of saying it all the time. So I want to put it here. It's kind of like this big, huge flashing red sign, I guess, audio version is you can make money at what you do. (laughs) You really can. You just need to figure out what is coming up for you. What is not working? What is going on? So these four factors will really help you dig deep into maybe what's something you need to work on, what is something that you might be doing that's great or that you need to look into more. So the first factor is about offers. So as you guys should know, especially if you're a business owner, is you probably have an offer, (laughs) at least I hope so. And what that offer looks like could be anything from an eight-week coaching program, could be an online course, could be a workshop, could be whatever it is. But the mistake or the factor that I see a lot of people forget when it comes to creating offers is taking their audience into consideration. So what I mean by this is I was about to go down this fun little model of business where I was going to do like multiple courses and have like this whole online school. And the problem with that is, if you guys haven't noticed, there's a lot of online courses out there, like a crap ton. And if I were to do that and have another school of online courses, one, it wouldn't be as lucrative because I think that online courses can only get you so far versus like actual coaching. 
Um, but also just online courses, they're getting to be the norm. So when you're in business, usually when everyone, I think it was James Wedmore who said this, but when everyone zigs, you zag. It might be zag, you zig, not too sure, but the, the sentiment still stands. Is when you see everyone going to the left, maybe you need to go to the right this time. And I've seen too many coaches, actually I was on a call with someone earlier who was afraid that she would be found out. And what I mean by this is she was doing a, I think it was 90 day or maybe even six month um, offer. And the girl, bless her heart, I guess someone came up to her and said, oh, well, you're, you seem like me, your messaging's kind of like me. And was starting to get really concerned about that because she's like, oh, well, you know, my offer is like, it's me. Like you're actually showing up for it. However, what happened was she then felt rattled by that. She was like, oh, I don't know if I should go do this. I don't know if I need to change up my offer. And honestly, the problem wasn't her offer at that point. It was her mindset. Because I'm going to give you guys tips for like for your offer itself. But before we even get into that, what is your offer? Can you say it to anyone right now? Like if I were to be right in front of you, could you tell me your offer without like any hesitancy, with any shakiness in your voice? Could you tell me that right now? And if you can't, it's time to work on it because I teach this in my Build Your Business Academy that there are, I call it like the sense, the seven steps to create an irresistible offer. And that will teach you actually how to create one for yourself, like even for naming it and everything. However, if you don't have the mindset work done, which I also teach, but really, if you don't have the mindset work done when it comes to saying your offer and feeling comfortable in it, you won't be able to close because you'll be so concerned like that girl was about what if someone finds me out? What if they don't like what I do? What if I'm a failure? What if, what if, what if? That you don't actually do it. You don't actually get on calls. You don't actually do the work. Because a lot of clients come to me wondering, oh, well, why am I not making money? And I'll say, well, there's a variety of reasons, because there are. Each business is different. But one of the big ones is probably you just haven't figured out, is your offer what your audience actually wants? Have you gotten on the phone with them? Have you said it out loud? What's the response to it? Have you really taken what I call like an audit of your offer? Because if you haven't, that could be one of the biggest factors holding you back, because as new entrepreneurs, we want to create everything. Like, I have seen too many people come to me. They're like, yeah, I want to create a service, a product, a book, um, online course, uh, events, like everything. I'm like, cool, that sounds great. However, what are you doing right now? How much money are you making right now? Oh, not that much. And I was like, okay, so really what you're telling me is you got a lot of ideas, which is great, but you're not taking action. And then they'll go into some type of, you know, mindset problem problem because what really happens is a lot of us get into analysis paralysis and this can come in many different forms, but it really comes down to, especially when creating and selling your offer, you start to overthink it and you start to doubt yourself and wonder if this is the right thing. And some cases that could be true, but most cases it's either one, you're not confident in selling and your offer or two. Your offer might not be what your audience actually wants because you haven't taken the time to actually sit down and talk to them or research or really done that part. Because I promise you, if you don't do those two parts, your offer won't be valuable because it won't hit the people the right way it's supposed to or you won't feel comfortable selling it. So that's the first factor is offer. Really getting clear on are you comfortable selling it? Are you not? 
are your audience actually wanting that? Are they not? You really have to do those type of audits for yourself because in your first year of business, everything is about not only learning it and implementing it, but reflecting and seeing what's working and what's not and to really figure that out. And if you're not sure how to, then it might be time to ask for help because I promise you it's not worth you continuing to do this on your own, feeling alone, feeling just unsure what to do. It's time to work that out. And if you need help with this, especially with your offer, which is like the pinnacle of what you do in your in your business, go to danielleclem.com slash build your business because if anything else, you will find the clarity that you need. I promise. So the next factor is audience. So you guys probably hear me talk about this a lot. I think I'm actually going to be doing a upcoming podcast episode about how to find your audience and then find you because it's such a popular topic. But this is a really big factor that people forget because what will happen is they'll come to me and say, hey, you know, I just don't feel like my, I don't have a following. I don't have audience. I don't have leads. And I really have to ask them, do you know who, who your ideal client is? Do you know who your dream client is? And they'll tell me, yeah, you know, I do. They'll tell me a little bit about the demographics. And I'll talk about this more in the actual episode. But oh my goodness, does this drive me up a wall as a business coach, but also just as like the fellow human being on the other side of the call, like wanting to shake them, say, no, God, no, please don't go this way. And what happens is a really big factor with your audience and knowing that you might not be going down the right way is one, you're not attracting the right people, which could be from the next two that I'll be talking about, which is messaging and positioning. But mainly it's about, do you actually know what keeps them up at night? Do you know what their thoughts are? Do you know what emotions they have? Do you know what makes them cry? Do you know what books they love? Like all these really emotional nitty gritty things you have to know so that you can create an offer that speaks to them. So you can have a message that aligns with that. So you can position yourself in that space. And if you can't tell me what each one of those is, maybe not the books, but the the first four, it's going to be really difficult for you to find those people because you won't be speaking to them. You'll be speaking to a nameless ideal client avatar who you know has maybe two kids, who maybe has a pet, who, you know, all these like demographic stuff. And if you don't know what demographic is, usually it's about the the surface level. But I want you guys to get deeper, like on a soul level, which I teach and build your business and also to my clients, because it's one of the biggest parts that people struggle with. And even I struggle with every once in a while. Every successful business coach that I've talked to will redo their dream client avatar or their ideal client avatar with every new offer or with every new thing they're going for because it's that important. If you don't update it, if you don't know who they are, you can't speak to them. You can't. And I've seen this happen too many times. People fail because they don't know who they're trying to speak to. They have a vague idea. Vague idea is not a person. What is is those thoughts, those dreams, those keeping them up at night, whatever that is, that is what makes them up as a person and that will connect with them a lot more. As I can tell you right now, I think one of the best posts that I did was talking about that, speaking to them, speaking to their imposter syndrome, which is they feel like a fraud, they don't know if they should be speaking about this. And I spoke about my own story. But I put it in terms and words that they've used and I got probably one of the best responses I've ever gotten on any post because I was speaking to them because I knew, I knew them on a soul level. And if you're not sure about that, it's time to reevaluate because I teach this, I think in the first two, 
modules of build your business because it's that important that I put it in the first part. Because if you don't know who your people are on that soul level, you won't have a thriving business because people who are coming to you aren't going to be your ideal fit. And I don't want that for you. So really think about who is your ideal audience on a soul level. I don't care about their pets. I don't care if they're married. I don't care if their names, Rachel, Joe, Francis, don't care. What I care about more is the emotional aspect. That's what's going to connect. No matter who their, who, what their name is, no matter what dogs they have, they all have the underlying thoughts and feelings and dreams. So you have to get really clear on that, like super freaking clear. And that's where I go, I dive super deep into the build your business because I swear if I hear another person come to me and are like, I don't know, I don't have clients, I'll ask who's your client. Oh, they're kind of this X, Y, and Z and give me like a service level response. Nah. And <laughs> I never use this word, but it's because you have to know who your audience is to have a thriving business. I feel like that could have been a song somewhere, but you know, we're going to leave it. So remember the first factor is offer. Second factor is audience. Third factor is messaging. So as I just talked about, messaging really comes from one, the stories that you have for yourself and like for what you do, but also messaging comes from, again, from your audience. It's from the words they speak as well, because your messaging should actually have words that your ideal clients speak that they've said before. A lot of my, if you actually go to my build your business page, you'll probably connect with some of those phrases that I use because they they came from real people because the only way it connects is if you get out of your head and get into someone else's, and especially your dream client ones. So your messaging, the first part, are you using your story and are you using it often? I saw this happen in my Instagram code challenge where a lot of the ladies forgot that you can tell your story once, but let's say a new follower comes on and you told your story once three months ago. Most likely they're not going to go all the way down to your first post to see that. Just probably not. But if you say it often, there's going to be a higher chance for them to connect. And also for those who have been on your your followers for a while, maybe they never heard it before. Or maybe they like scanned over it so they never really read your story. It should always be a little bit different each time. But the thing is, your message is you. Your message is what makes you up. So if you're not sure how to speak your story or how to relate it to others then that's why your messaging is starting to fall apart because either you're giving too much or you're not giving enough. And either you're not showing up or you're staying there and not really having a good effect because messaging really comes down to who are you? Who are they? How are you trying to help them? And what is your story? How can it relate to them? And what are the thoughts they're thinking? How can you put that into your own story? How can you, again, it's all about bridging that gap because marketing and business is really all about them. Like all that we do, all of our stories, all of our marketing, all of this is to always go towards them. Even though our story is ours, it's actually always going to try and relate back to them. As I teach this and build your business into my clients and I had to learn it myself, which is that your story Any story you speak should always relate back to them because each post you'll be creating, here's a quick tip, you have to think about why should they care? Like really, 
And if you start to think about that, it'll make your post not only better, but your messaging a lot clearer and it'll, and it'll hit a lot harder because you're not just posting to post because you feel like you have to, but because you're taking the time to really think, yeah, they really need to hear this story. They really need to hear this part. That'll connect far greater. So that one was messaging. Fourth one is positioning. So this is where it kind of like bridges all those two. Positioning is like where you fit into the mix. So for example, let's say you're a coach. Cool. So what type of coach are you? Business, life, health, spiritual, or maybe you're a designer. What type of designer? Graphic, website, whatever. You can start to see it starts to break down more and more because positioning I think is probably one of the most important parts outside of messaging, outside of all of these. I think they're all, and (laughs) they all need to be done. But if you don't know what your positioning is, then it's really hard to stand out and it's really hard to know where you're at. Because, for example, I've seen someone who was a LinkedIn marketing expert or a LinkedIn expert, which I didn't even know actually existed, but there are people like that. And that's what's going to stand out apart. Not saying you have to niche down that far. But you need to know who you are, who you're trying to speak to, where you fit in in that world. For example, I'm a business coach, but I'm also a marketing strategist. And my jam, as you guys probably have heard about it, is like online marketing when it comes to Instagram, Facebook, email, ads, um, sales funnel, selling, like all that kind of stuff is my jam. However, if I just put business coach, I'd be kind of left in with everyone else, like all the other business coaches. So I have to really figure out, okay, what do I really love to do? What do I really want to talk about the most? What do I feel comfortable with? What do I feel passionate about? And then who do I want to help? Because again, that comes back to your audience. Everything always comes back to your audience if you guys haven't noticed by this episode yet. So really think about where are you wanting to show up? What are you wanting to do? Who are you wanting to serve? This will all play into factor, not only your messaging, but your positioning, your offer, and also your audience. So I know that these can be a little bit heady for a lot of you first-year business owners because you're like, oh my god, messaging, positioning, I didn't even know about any of this. And really what it comes down to, if you could remember any of this, is you need to know what you do, who you serve, how you can help them. And if you can't answer all of those three clearly, specifically, then it's time to fix that because that's when confusion starts. That's when no one really knows what you're doing. So they'll just leave or they'll be just a passerby follower. They're not going to be a raving fan because they're not really sure what you do. They don't really connect fully. So I want you to really take note and think about what resonated with you from this episode. What do you feel most called to do? And also, what do you need help with? Because I promise you, probably one of these four is coming up with you and you're like, oh crap, yeah, I need to do this offer. Oh yeah, I need to do this positioning. And if so, take the time and also check out the Build Your Business because I promise you, I only speak this because it is that amazing. Like it is that freaking amazing. So make sure you check the link below for danielleclem.com slash buildyourbusiness because even even if you just start doing these tips that I gave you, you'll see some results. But if you really want to transform your business, free stuff can only go so far. And you'll hear this from a lot of coaches, a lot of people who are higher up. Free can only take you so far. People who invest in themselves and invest in their future go 10 
times farther because they just committed to themselves. They committed to their family. They committed to their future, their business, the clients. You can start to see how this grows and grows and grows because honestly, a bonus factor people forget in their first year business is that you have to sometimes do things that feel uncomfortable. And a lot of the times people are kind of afraid to show up on live video, show up on video at all, talk to your clients, sell to them, find what selling feels right to you. This is what happens because people feel so uncomfortable that they're afraid to keep going. They're afraid to do that thing that they know is going to actually grow their business forward. So take note, what is feeling uncomfortable for you right now? What are you kind of afraid of? And what do you think would actually establish the most change for you? Because if you start to think about that and really take note, you will start to see some insight and know where to go next. So take some time, have fun with these four factors, getting into them, and I'll talk to you guys all in the next episode. And there should actually be a bonus episode coming out on Friday where we're talking about the three money-making secrets that entrepreneurs swear by. So get ready for that, and I'll see you guys all in the next episode. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group, or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.